daring adventurers, dastardly villains, and dangerous climbs. This is Brutal Critical. Welcome back to Brutal Critical, everybody. My name is Michael Merritt, and I will be your illustrious DM this evening. With us are my three very angry but stalwart adventurers. Playing the artist formerly known as Campbell Porto, we have Sam Capic. It ain't easy being squeezy. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the last survivors to Gander Yaronson, we have Gordon Proctor. I I don't want to be a stalwart adventurer anymore. I want to be. I'm gonna have to be stoic. Oh, no. Keep the feelings close to the chest so you don't get hurt. Playing the late but great Yor and a Rabern, we have Savannah Merritt. She didn't die. She just changed careers to pincushion. Oh, you know, I hear it's lucrative. Yeah, you know, settlers need them. Um, you mispronounced ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> Last we saw our adventurers, they had a bad time at the Goblin Fortress, getting absolutely fucking taken behind the woodshed and beat silly resulting in two character deaths. He made us go out and pick our own switch, and then he beat us with it. He really did. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, and we ended the session with Stag pulling two corpses off into a blizzard blindly. As he and was with Gordon also- drinking rum almost straight. <laughs> <laughs> because Gordon is somehow the bedrock of this Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's Whose idea only, was that? He's the only character that has survived. Sam's been through two now. Told you One of them was bullshit. meant to die. Repeatedly. <laughs> he still died too hard. The sequel. The sequel. All right, so we find our, I guess, an adventurer <laughs> <laughs> dragging the still corpses of his friends through a raging blizzard in the middle of the spine of the world, constantly taking cold damage as he slowly freezes to death. Slowly, because he's he's a he's a a hard a hard living half giant, but cold is cold, my friend. And you take you're taking a d6 cold damage every six seconds. Hmm. Stag, with the last ounce, you have one HP left. By the time you realize what's about to happen to you, you have your friends with you. What do you do? 
You are completely lost in the spine of the world. I'm gonna holster all my weapons and take out some mead. Some honeyhawk mead. When I go out, I'm gonna feel good. Mm-hmm. You sit down with your with your friends near you. You're back against a a rocky crag that's kind of jutting out in a field of snow. And you've got Yora still on your left and the small pitiful bundle that is Campbell Porto on your right. And you're taking a swig of Honeyhawk Mead and remembering the adventure, what you've been through. Realizing that the ragged people now have a king and he's dying in a mountain pass to the south. That what comes to pass will come to pass without you and without your friends. You take a draw from that mead. It warms you up a little bit. Warms you up just enough to put a smile on your face before your vision fades and all is darkness. Stag, you can see stars falling past worlds, entire realms flying by you. You seem to be headed towards the center of something, a great origin point, the forge in which all life began and all life goes to at the end. You can hear the sounds of the war horns of Tempest sounding in the distance, the cries of battle, sound of songbirds not really what you would have expected from the afterlife you know it's all about killing monsters and getting into fights and drinking and eating and and fucking and having a having a good time until all is nothingness again and you weren't expecting you know delightful ambient songbirds <laughs> and the smell of clovers grass maybe flowers hmm. something you haven't smelled in a long time you know, eternal winter kind of smells like eternal winter <laughs> you know don't smell like much it's crisp but it don't smell like plants <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> is extra crispy, I'll tell you that. And as you are encompassed by the light and existence begins to waver, you sit up. You're laying in a a small bed. Small for you, anyway. A small bed. 
with cotton sheets, a fluffy goose down pillow, sunshine streaming through a window inside a small room. There's a a little nightstand next to you. And you can see that you're completely naked. All of your stuff is piled in the corner next to a chair. And you are laying underneath a blanket of warm furs. Altogether, this is pretty fucking pleasant. There's a goblet of some kind of liquid sitting on the nightstand. Any windows? Yeah, there's a window right over the bed that that light is shining in through. Sunlight is pouring in through. And that's where the Um, sun is coming from. I'm going to look out the window. What's... Where am I? Looking out, you can see down a, a very gentle hill of grass. Nice green trees. And beyond a large clouded wall that obscures beyond, like, just beyond the edge of the trees. Sunlight is pouring in, there's flowers and bees buzzing around, there looks like a well-tended garden. Butterflies, little songbirds, uh, there's a large, what looks like something that you haven't seen in probably your whole life, but you had, you'd heard of them before. There is a mature apple tree with apples on it. I'd heard of cider before, but never had one. How about a door? There is a door. How about some clothes first? Sitting on the chair is a folded pile of a uh, folded stack of linen clothes. A little bit more airy than the stuff that you you had on, which is also clean and folded in a nice stack next to your axe and your backpack. I'm gonna put on my clothes because I don't. But leave all the other stuff here for the moment while I look around because I have no fucking clue. I don't trust like that. Okay. I don't know what none of this is. This ain't my afterlife. That's for sure. All this shady as hell. This is sh- This is too good. It's too this good. This is too damn nice. Too damn nice. I do not deserve this. Where the fuck am I? <laughs> right? Where is your supervisor? There was a mix-up at the factory. <laughs> I'm gonna need your manufacturer's license. So what do you do? You, you you put on your boots and your pants. Do you put on, like, your full furs and everything? No, just enough to put on a shirt and pants. set of clothes. Your, your, long, your long john type, like, pants, not your thick woolen pants, and your, and your linen shirt that goes underneath your big, bulky, like, cloak and big fur jacket. Yeah, just just a basic set of clothes. I'm sure I had like a a, a regular set of clothes, like a travel traveler's clothes. Yeah, that's what they're yeah, 
pants and a shirt. Umbrella term. <laughs> yeah. Travelers. Pants and a shirt and some shoes. Yep. I like to imagine you're still wearing your big furry fucking snow shoes. <laughs> and a blue knitted cap. What? Where's my cap? We'll put that on. Your your cap's there. Oh yeah, put that on too. Shit. Put a nice blue cap on. There's a door, I assume. Yes. What? The, you assume wrong. Behind the door. You open the door into a comfortably sized cabin living space. There's a kitchen and a living room in front of a fireplace there is no fire in it because it's in the middle of the day there's a rocking chair a sofa type thing uh, a, a tea table uh, a dinner table near the kitchen and a couple more doors that look like they lead to bedrooms walls decorated in pictures and knickknacks and things kind of like a grandma's house there's a dinner table a tea table with chairs around it a rocking table or table chair a rocking table rocking table huh a rocking chair (laughs) with uh, in front of the in front of an unlit fireplace and a couple of doors leading what you could have supposes two more bedrooms and you step outside onto the wraparound porch which has a hammock a swing like a bench swing and a little another rocking chair and you look out on a large meadow filled with gra- thick grass flowers There's a horse out there grazing, a, a small family of deer. You spot a humanoid feeding the family of deer from their hand. Also, you see the brook that you heard earlier cutting a swath through the field, like the meadow. On on one part of it, there's a, a large gazebo with what appears to be a table and chairs and someone is sitting at the table there. And off to your right is a large big carving. Look familiar at all? It's definitely out of place. It is a horrible horned monstrosity in spiky armor with large bat-like wings. Uh, it's it's huge, too. Oh. Safe to say that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Starting to think I should have grabbed at least an axe or something. <laughs> I guess I'll go talk to 
whoever's feeding the deer. Okay. You walk down there. The animals at first seem to kind of like perk up and look at you like, ah, but they don't move. They don't, they don't like run away. And the, the human, humanoid turns towards you and you can see it's a woman, an elderly woman, snow white hair. Icy blue eyes, wearing a green shawl and like gr- basically grandma clothes. Uh, she's very <laughs> small. <laughs> grandma clothes. And she says, "Oh, you woke up. Good, good. I am glad. It was real touch and go there for a minute." Not to be ungrateful, but what happened? Ah, uh, well, you uh, and your very deceased friends le- laid back on uh, the keystone that I used to navigate to my uh, meadow here, and it alerted Timothy, and she points at the giant grotesque statue. Timothy went and got you and brought you to me. You were in dire straits. You were freezing to death. And very drunk. (laughs) (laughs) What? What did you do with the other two? They are resting. They have been through it, all of you. Can you clarify? What? They, they are in REM sleep. I don't know what you want me to okay. say. I, I don't know. Did you lay them to rest, or they are not put buried? Them to bed? In, they are not buried in the petunias, if that's what you are thinking. probably noticed some more bedrooms when you walked out I did I they are sleeping suppose it's a good thing I didn't wake them up then they need their sleep resurrection costs a lot of energy from both sides you must be I wasn't going to leave my a uh, a moon sister out on I am not one but my sister would never forgive me I had a feeling you Marigold and Cora were related Hello. I am Winifred I am Cora and the Marigold's eldest sister And as I said, necromancy comes with a price, a price that I paid for you. You had nothing to give, so I gave for you. 
and she holds up her arm and it's it's wrapped in bandages from the elbow up to uh, mid forearm and then beyond that there's nothing I don't fully know how necromancy or most magics work but if I understand you had enough life in one hand to keep three people from death Sachi's the nature of my magic of my life force we are three aspects of the same my sisters and I I should say are the are three aspects of different the the threads of fate holy divination and necromancy there is more life to feed upon than you would possibly believe within your body within anybody an untapped unlimited resource if you're willing to suffer and to sacrifice. You've suffered and sacrificed to our benefit, and I don't know how to repay you. Return my home to the way it was. I know of your mission, Stagander Yaritsu. I know where you go. And why. I only wish for you to get there. So, I wanted to help you along the way. In the words of a great demon prince. Everybody gets one. <laughs> That's a Futurama. If <laughs> you guys, Pazuzu. Mm -hmm. Everyone gets one. Animated Spider Man, too. And Spider Man, yeah. Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. But rest, recuperate. You were the least of my worries. You only cost me a thumb. Your paramour was beyond the veil. I had to reach in and take her back. And the rabbit, the heron gone, was on his way as well. 
the rabbit cost me two fingers. Your paramour cost me the arm. up your friends there is someone here to see you she waves her hand over at over at the gazebo speaking of here where where is here welcome to the glade my sisters go looking for me this is where I come this is where I live high high in the spine of the world there is a cave very close to that little goblin camp that you were at they are very annoying very noisy and very bad at little I wouldn't say it was a little camp but that cave is a passage to my realm my little home away from home. My glade. If I try to explain it any any more technically, it might boil your brains. So, unless you are a magic user, you are not going to get it. It just motions the hand over his head, just... That is okay. Axe strikes have their place in the world as well. I have one rule here, Stegander Erlingson. Yarlinson. Alright, you got you got the name change. It's alright, I'm still adjusting to it as well. That's your third one, it's crazy. Hmm? Nothing. Do no harm to anything within this claim. And is no that, harm uh, will come to you. Is that Timothy's there. job over there? That, that is Timothy's job. But Timothy is also not allowed to harm anyone here. You see, he is on the run. He's up at what? He is on the run. Ah. Uh. He is fleeing. He is a naughty demon. He's not the wrong guy. So a runaway demon oh, yeah. lives lives in this little hamlet with you. Hmm. He needs a place to hide, and no one can come here unless they are invited. And look how scared he is. I never thought I would say this. You are even more peculiar than Marigold. Thank you. Cora is our boring sister. She like had kids and careful. Cora's dear to me as well. 
She's my sister. She's there. She's nearer to me. I know, she's but she's the weird one. <laughs> He's so normal. So boring. She's so strong. She could do anything she wanted to. But she runs a store. Or ran a store. R.I.P. Hidden treasures. Anyway, go wake up Ooh. your friends. Who's here? Huh? You said someone's here to see us. I don't know, some guy named Spellix. Huh? He said he had important business with you. Never heard of him. I'll have to Timothy kill him. Uh, no, no. I well, just because I don't know somebody doesn't mean they don't know me. That is wise. Well, I'll go at least talk to him. And if he attempts to break your rules, Timothy and all that. On, shoot. I have to feed the deer. Or they won't go away. <laughs> They'll eat my petunias. Deer. And they might find what's buried underneath the petunias. Yeah, Campbell Bordeaux. Right. <laughs> He's in a burrow, not buried. Different. Go, shushu. And I'll go talk to whoever. What did you say his name was? Spellix. Spellix. S P E L L E X. Ix. Leaks. Yep. You're going to talk to him? Yeah. I'm gonna let them rest. Okay. Whenever they wake up, they wake up. It's one of, one of the those three. Yeah, I I trust her. You walk up to the gazebo and are met with a very odd-looking goblin. Is this the one you sat on? <laughs> Come for revenge. <laughs> I sit on you. Very well, sit on me. <laughs> His pictures in the journal. Forgive me if I don't offer a warm greeting. How can I help you? Oh, um, right, right. Uh, 
and he takes his his claw and palms his own face and peels it up and he reveals a uh, a gnome underneath it good day I'm Spelix Romwood well that was okay uh, I Spelix what can what? I do for you <laughs> I I apologize um I, uh, I take it that you had a terrible run-in with my goblins. Your goblins? Uh, yes, unfortunately. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, yes. Well, <coughs> um, uh, well, so... Hmm, let me back up. Five years ago... I traveled through the mountain pass with a small caravan. Uh, we got caught in an avalanche. The goblins triggered the avalanche, captured my friends, and dragged them back to the caves to be eaten. They left me for dead, they didn't see me, and I followed them. And using materials scavenged from our caravan, I engineered this costume. I disguised myself as kind of a half-metal goblin and just kind of tried to fit in uh, using silent image spells to perfect the costume. Fast forward five years, my friends got eaten anyway, and I was stuck in a goblin camp. Also, they made me chief. And we built that fort. So I've been stuck up there as the leader of a goblin horde as a gnome. Now, your your compatriots and yourself probably came to um, I don't know, plunder it or something. I'm not sure, but you provided enough of a distraction for me to slip away. And also, to set loose that horrid construct that's hanging in the middle. It was hanging in the middle of our of our fortress. You see, that, that construct was trying to escape for suddenly for whatever reason, while you were distracting the gods. So, uh, I let it loose to see what it would do, and it uh, tore the entire place apart. Hmm. To, 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 the, to the stumps. Hundreds of dead goblins in the wargs. We absolutely devastated. So I used that distraction to get out, and then this big, nasty monster just walked off into a blizzard, so I followed it, and it walked up to a cave, and stood there. So I walked into the cave. And then I got here, and I almost got eaten by a demon! But then I said I knew 
Uh, she came up to me and talked to me, and I came in peace, and I didn't want to hurt anyone, and I'm a, I'm a no. You know, I just felt bad, so I came to try to help however way I could. So I gave her a uh, my prized possession as... As payment. What would that be for my a curiosity? Old, a big old egg-shaped, like, metal box cartridge thing. I'm not sure. I couldn't open it. There was, like, a combination lock on it, and I couldn't open it. Mm. So I gave it to her, and she beeped a bunch of numbers in, and it opened up. And a horrible monster came from it. It was wild. But the horrible monster seemed perfectly happy to go down into the meadow and graze. So, whatever. <laughs> the one in the statue over there. No, no, that's the demon. It was terrifying. Oh, so there's a demon and a monster. Yes. Honestly, if this wasn't such a nice place where everything wanted to get along, it'd be a nightmare. <laughs> but they're all very kind. I've never seen such a horrid monster before. Well, I had one time. It was the demon. But but I thought that was the worst thing I was ever going to see. And then I saw the thing that came out of the egg thing. And then it was, it's been a bad day. Well, it's been a bad week. It's been a week. <laughs> it certainly has been a week. Yes. That first day of the week was really bad, and then now I've been drinking tea and eating delicious grandma food for six days, so it's been lovely. Anyway. Yes, so I, I came. I want to help you. I have some information that you may find important. By all means, please share. Do you want to go get your friends, or...? No. I'll be happy to share it with them when they wake up. I'm not going to disturb their rest. Uh, oh, alright. Um, I I trust the woman under that is caring for them, so I don't know her, but so, I know her family. So Anyway, he pulls out a uh, scroll. He seems kind <laughs> of a so, um, um, <laughs> <laughs> And he, he seems pretty nervous. And he rolls out the paper. And you see a crude map of ten towns. Mm-hmm. And you see... Now, not, not so crude that it's like... That it was made by goblins, but... Cruder than, like, say, a cartographer made it. Yeah, um, like a rough sketch. Yeah. And you see a bunch of... The first draft, if you will. Yeah. You see a bunch of arrows 
pointing to different towns going. It seems to be following a chain. But they come from somewhere in the mountains. They head out towards the arrow points from within the mountains to Dugan's Hole. What's left of it? Goodmead, then East Haven, Caridon of All, Karakonig, Termalane, Lonelywood, Bremen, Targos, and ending at Brian Channel. Circling back to that that point in within the mountains, roughly. And he says, "So this looks like gobbledygook, yeah. It looks like a route, yes." I don't know what for, but I will say that my gobbies, my goblins, attacked a caravan because, you know, life's been hard out here and trying to keep goblins alive while not being killed yourself is hard work and I'm not going to apologize. I was trying to live. I was a prisoner. Anyway, what I thought was a dwarven caravan carrying weapons, possibly. Turns out, wrong kind of dwarf. It was a Duragar caravan. What are Duragar doing above the surface? I don't know. It was crazy. But they brought everything back. There were some weapons and fun things, but on one of the more sturdy, I guess, Durgar? He put up quite a fight, killed many goblins. Was this scroll? And on the back was a word in Dwarvish that I didn't know. So I sent a an envoy to Tamerlane of goblins. To get it translated by right? dwarves from the dwarven land. Only one of them returned because two of them were killed by archers before they could even get in the door. It's fine, goblins. But he comes back, and the dwarven runes on the back of it, he turns it over, and there is indeed dwarven runes on the back. And underneath it is the word Thunblight. more. Does that mean anything to you? Yes and no. Best we can tell it's a person, not a an event or a object. Oh, a person. An interesting name for a person. But who am I to say anything? My name is Spellix. Your name is Big Scary Barbarian. Who would have thought? Very on the nose. I'm, I'm sorry, I just realized we don't know each other. No. You're terrifying, and I don't know who you are. 
but I felt kind of obligated because you, you know, got murdered. And I benefited from it, so I figured I'd even trade you. Stigander Yaronson. Ah, pleased to meet you. Spellix Romwood of the Arcane Brotherhood to the south in Luskin. I've heard that uh, the Arcane Brotherhood was making themselves known up here. Now I have no idea. I haven't heard word in five years. I've been a goblin for five years. Well, we're trying to. That'll that'll do it, I guess. Yeah. I'm saying. Yes, that's that's what I have to offer. Did you happen to see where... You said the construct just stood outside that cave, right? Yes. And is presumably still there? I mean... Most likely. Yeah. I, I, right. I don't know, I haven't left. I'm gonna try to stay here as long as possible. This place is awesome. Have you tried this tea? It has jasmine! <laughs> I haven't had jasmine tea in five years. Oh, it's so good. It, <laughs> I it does seem very pleasant, but, uh, but we, have, we have a greater task that needs done. Okay. Sorry, I just... If you stay here, I wouldn't blame you. Look at Especially after living cabbages. amongst goblins for years. Oh, I hate them. I mean, I feel bad. They were living in caves and being just living horribly. And like, I organized them and turned them into a little military, and they were—they had ranks and everything. It was wonderful. They built a little fortress. They were living a lot better. And then that bitch of a sorceress started casting spells on, on fucking on the mountains and stuff and now it's always night and it's cold and there's no food I lost control of everything and I just wanted tiny sandwiches and jasmine tea (laughs) (laughs) these are my two favorite characters just in the whole campaign (laughs) tiny sandwiches and jasmine tea what's one of them's got a naughty, naughty little runaway demon. The other one just wants some goddamn sandwiches and tea. <laughs> also, Felix, there's, some, um, there's some jammy dodgers here, and I love them. Would you like a jammy dodger? It's a cookie with jelly on top. Sure. Yeah, have a cookie with jelly on top. Called a jammy dodger. I think you really wanted to use the term jammy dodger. It just came to my head and I was like, yep, he's got da- jammy dodgers out there. Still, <laughs> <laughs> like, so I imagine uh, Winifred will probably let you stay if you at 
come to an arrangement with her, but... I hope so. My friends and I have something else to accomplish. Can I keep this map? Oh, yes, it's yours, it's yours. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yes, it's yours. Thank you. I brought it for you. Are you are you sure you don't want any tea? Yes. Thank you. Okay, goodbye, Mr. Gary Aronson. <laughs> I hope your friends um, are okay. I would like to go back to the house and at least check on the other two the the, the munchkin and the other one. The yeah. paramour. As you so you go back up, the doors are unlocked to both rooms, and you poke your head in. Yara is bundled up in warm blankets. Little candle burning. Besides being just just absolutely swathed in bandages. She seems she's breathing steady. As you're like as you're like okay, she's okay. You start to back out, she goes. and you open the other one and Campbell is half out of the bed I was gonna say if he was awake enough to move he absolutely would have looked like a bomb went off in the room just (laughs) (laughs) splayed across the bed yeah he's his half his top half is drooped down to the floor with his legs still on the bed and he is wrapped up in furs and as you walk in you realize that he's awake and he is fully trapped within this funneled blanket (laughs) and he looks up and goes (laughs) could use a hand little bent out of shape here nope I'm a rabbit burrito (laughs) I can't move my arms. When you get him untangled, uh, he is also fairly covered in bandages. One of his poor little ears is clipped. No, that suits you. His little paws are all wrapped up in bandages. Very uh, much injured boxer kind of chic. Cal pops his head out of his pocket. He's got a little bandage around his head. That was close. Remind me not to die again. Yeah. You'll sort to. What is that? I got injured in battle. I'm a war hero. Yeah, one of the arrows landed backwards and bonked him on the head. Uh, I have, I have like, 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 on a scale of one to ten for health, I have one. (laughs) <laughs> if you were to roll was, a uh, 20-sided dice, my, 
my life force is a one. That being said, I wasn't willing to get Campbell out. <laughs> I I don't blame you. There were a lot of arrows. That was the last thing I saw was a lot of arrows. Yeah, me too. It was wild. To see. <laughs> and then we got tangled up in these suits. Yeah, I was never good at uh, wrestling. Hence why I lost to a blanket. Well, I, I didn't want to burn my way out. Ooh, that seemed really nice. Oh, they're very comfy. I feel like a fire hazard, though, with all these bandages. And I think he would well, start start to unwind the bandages, partly because they're uncomfortable, partly to check his wounds. Uh, you start to unwind them, and they, as you get one one circle around, they, like, suddenly start resisting you. And oh, take the curse. Snap back around your, your, your paw. Fucking like, careful I there, bud. You almost got my finger. <laughs> oh shit. Those bandages are stubborn. Sure, you didn't write me in like a fucking gauze snake? Okay. We have we have a necromancer to thank for for our improved condition, so who knows oh. what's what's actually been happening. But fortunately, a sister of Cora and Marigold. The third one that they didn't talk about very much. How convenient. So, a friend. Small world. Convenience or just luck? I never think luck plays a big part in being an adventurer. We got fucking murdered, bro. Oh, yeah. I don't know how we're gonna get back in there. We got assaulted with a deadly... So... Here's the thing about getting back in there is that we don't have to. What? We're just gonna let those. What? Did we burn it down already? We're gonna let those fucking those those fucking goblins just front us like that? We're gonna gang up on them and give them some shit. <laughs> the the construct was imprisoned in that fortress and the chieftain of that fortress is a gnome oh. disguised as a goblin so what? Oh. Stuck, stuck there after a successful ruse uh huh that successful. just went wrong hmm he allowed or set free the construct mm -hmm. and it is perched outside of the cave that we currently occupy I don't know what kind of stick cave you're talking about Stag. I can see light oh, I can see fun. sunlight it's you can't hear me out you're you're I follow you're well versed I know in magic. Okay. Like. You're well versed in magic. Hear me out. It's called the Glade. Well the entrance is a cave in the side of a mountain in the spine of the world. My boy okay. has spell slots. It's inhabited <laughs> exclusively. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> My boy, what? 
Well versed in magic. I don't know, bud. Listen, I have a ton of spells that come back on Everyone is well versed in magic by comparison to Stagander. <laughs> I think I think Cal is fine. He's throwing shade like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he don't need that bandage. Cal put his own bandage on to fit. I'm a warrior. I got a warrior. Flame of the West. Yeah. You can't take it off, I'll die. I'll bleed out. My fire brain will bleed out. Well, I'll lose my spark. Because <laughs> I'm good looking. <laughs> uh, so how's Yora doing? She. He's as as I alive. Saw him but asleep. Dead as hell. That's what I thought. No, cow, Not dead as hell. I'm still not convinced we're alive. I thought we're dead. I took about 20 minutes. Same thing. I don't know, because I feel like if you die, you go back to the City of Brass, right? And if I die, I'm pretty sure that's right. If I die, I'm fucked. I go to Limbo, but... Huh. Look, I'm cursed. Oh, right. And I'm... I'm I don't know what Limbo looks like, so it's made I don't know. I mean, maybe they mean, like, the contest. You just play that for eternity. Do I get a fruit hat? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know where in the world I would go. The city of rats, probably. Probably. I thought. <laughs> I thought this was the afterlife too, and then I heard birds. So everyone knows that birds are oh, real. That's right. They're real. They're, they're constructs by the government. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, they don't. Birds don't go to heaven. Nah, birds are going. To, they go. go to the, they go to the howling heavens. No. Birds. Go. I'm glad that conspiracy carries over to 5e. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, have you ever eaten a chicken? It's hard to pick all the gears out of your teeth. <laughs> we've... We've been... Broke <laughs> <laughs> stag. <laughs> Ludicrousness. Or ludiocrity. <laughs> Ludicrity. So anyway, what, we're gonna, we're gonna go work been... off the, the, the cleric. She can heal my war wound. I mean, we can, but. In silence. <laughs> I would. I would let her rest. She was... And, uh, Cal hops down and rolls out the door. Or not. <laughs> he squeezes underneath the door to Yor's room. And then there's a shout from inside. As... As... Yora, you awake to find yourself partially on fire. Ah! Ah! 
Cal, keep your fire to yourself. We're alive, motherfucker! We lived, but... <laughs> oh my god, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> oh, they're fine, they're fine. Oh no, I know. Hey, Cal. Cal, be careful, we're fire You've hazards. You've never been in a dream of mine before. No. Consider they were in the same afterlife, huh? Ow. Oh, are we dead? Oh yeah, super. No. Oh. <laughs> Stank, you died too? I'm running into the room. <laughs> No, we're not dead. Yeah, yeah who that too? Alcoholism of all things. <laughs> oh, you can't overtake your medicine, Stag. Yeah, or else you get sticky. What? Wait, the last problem. thing I remember... Botulism. Cloud of arrows. Just, just coming at us. Yeah, 300 styles, just like... And then darkness, right? We, we fought in the shade, and... Died in the shade. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> a little overrated. Wait, so are we really alive, or are you all just each of you in my afterlife? Listen, that'd be a little weird. Okay. It, it took a while for me to gather all this, so I'm gonna cliff notes it for you. Okay. Or um. No, I don't have a better version of Cliff Notes offhand. Spark Notes. Mountain Scribes. Rock Journal. Plateau Scribes. <laughs> Rock Journal. <laughs> the short version is... Mm-hmm. We ended up right next to a cave. Okay. Which belongs which housed the entrance to a magical vale or valley whatever whatever you call this Adele I don't know I like her music there's a singer? yeah <laughs> the you know it belonged to a powerful necromancer oh who thereafter resurrected us using her own life force. And then revealed that she was the third of the sisters between Cora, Marigold, and Guinevere. Oh, Yorick goes to like, you know, whack, whack, seg, but her whole body hurts and she just goes oh oh Bob. oh that makes so much sense Bob wins there is there's a demon statue out front okay don't don't worry about it it's there to fuck you up if you hurt something in this area. So, we should be fine. Apparently there's also a monster that got released out of a egg that had a combination lock on it. Oh, it's smoother. What? That just, just decided to go graze in the meadow. This place um, is 
<laughs> Just wait, it gets better. What? Okay. It's really funny that the least magic one out of the four of us is the one that had to experience it first. <laughs> I know. That's I've yeah, enjoyed it yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really technical explanation. <laughs> the castle we were at was built by those goblins under the leadership of a gnome. Okay. <laughs> pretending to be a goblin with a pretty good disguise, might I say. <laughs> he came to leadership and then got stuck when the Frost Maiden's curse fell upon the world. Yora, I'm talking so, to, to the, the zombie crazy. She's kind of out of his mind. Well, here's the thing, Stag, you can't gaslight me this much. Like, a little bit, I you might have gotten away with, but this is <laughs> this is a lot. Wait, but wait, but wait, there's more. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Just the wait until she steps out and sees all of it is true. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna... I'm, I'm giving you the warning right now. Okay, okay, sure. According to... Guinevere, the construct is waiting outside of the cave that we now inhabit. I thought it was Winifred. Winifred? Yeah, who's Winifred? Guinevere? Guinevere? Oh, Winifred, whatever. Guinevere's from Dark Souls. Guinevere? Yeah. I, I got mixed up. Guinevere's from Lancelot or. Yeah. Oh. King Arthur. Winifred, excuse me. According to Winifred, the construct that we were after in that castle, which actually destroyed the castle on the way out, is waiting outside of the cave where we now are. Wait, 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 wait. And Yora is going to grab her chest to see if the amulet is still there. It is. (laughs) And it is pulsing gently blue glow every every few seconds. I'm the last blue things on my chest. The last thing. I can't promise it's the last thing, but oh. a lot <laughs> happened in a short time. Mm-hmm. There's somebody in the gazebo called Spellix. Okay. He's the gnome who ran the fortress of goblins that we just tried to assault. And he was a goblin? He was disguised as a goblin. If I tried to harm him, Timothy would have killed me. Okay, okay, okay. Timothy. Sounds like a bullet. That. Okay, Flame of the West. I don't don't doubt that a second. Felix gave me Uh this map. It is a sequential order between the towns originating from a spot in the spine of the world and on the back was some dwarven runes that read sunlight so presumably we have the sunlight's route into and out of each of the ten towns huh Wait, so Sunblight as, and... in, as in the dwarf. I assume. Um, sunblight as in the Sunblight. The, the the person. Okay, okay. Whoever okay. that may be. It was taken off of a Duragar 
caravan. Okay. I want one too. <laughs> no, I just uh, rolled to see if, if Yora really thinks that she's dead. But no, she rolled a natural 20. So <laughs> Where was that? <laughs> right? I know. Jesus. I'm the least useful role. Um Okay. Okay. Well shit. Uh <laughs> I didn't know they had drugs in heaven. <laughs> but I mean, it's heaven, so like, that's hard to do. Right? Hey, at least we're not dead. <laughs> well, I suppose that's good. And we have the construct. Oh, we do. We do. In, in theory, I haven't been out to see it myself, but according I'm to tell myself that we do, he'll prove it otherwise. Or no, according to Spellings, it's there. And was kind enough to destroy the majority of the goblin force at that fortress. So nice of it. This 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 construct is way, way more strong than we are. It sounds like. Yes. Yeah, she's a Pete's. Was that not the the point? You fucking put some shit in, man. It, was that not like kind of the reason we were going after it? I mean, wow. it makes sense. Oh, now wow. when, when you say it like it. that, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you... that steak makes sense. Big as oh. fuck, <laughs> strong as fuck, and made of metal, so you can't really hurt it. You know, I hadn't put that together at all, honestly. Outside. When you simplify magical constructs, it's <laughs> big, <laughs> big metal. Yeah, that's all it is. Fuck your couch. <laughs> so you guys head. You, as you guys are kind of explaining this to Yura, you hear what sounds like a like a whoosh of flame from outside. I didn't do it. And a terrible like soul shattering roar. roar that kind of like sets every instinct in your body like a tingle. Like it's run, fight, scream, <laughs> die horribly. <laughs> like poop pants. Uh, there's some primordial feel like part of your your brain that's just like oh fuck no. And Cal goes hell no and goes into goes into Cal or goes into Campbell's pocket. Oh, so, oh shit! Oh, so, I don't know, that's some bullshit, flight's kicking in. What do we do? Ooh, wait. wait. Wait, am I naked? Wait, <laughs> he looked down. You're naked, yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh yeah, no, I imagine just... all of that, that back and forth discourse happened while, while you before... were getting dressed. No, before she could even get out of bed. Like, I gotta tell you everything. Yeah. I'm not gonna remember it all. 
Sure. <laughs> somebody <laughs> could take you're... this information Yeah, no, from I me. was in... No, I was totally in bed. And so I had to shoot up and have the... Have it... Have it cover me. Oh, thanks, Cal. Thanks for your discretion. I've run in my eyes. Also weird that we all woke up naked. Yeah, stank. Clothes, please. Um, I'm gonna leave the room. Oh, even better. Okay, I'll get dressed. So I gotta go put the rest of my stuff on, too. Yeah, we gotta suit up for a possible demon fight. Donning your your clothing and your armor. Uh, Then you guys rush outside to see that Steg, the statue that you saw earlier, full on, like, come to life. Just a raging, towering inferno of a demon. Carrying a long fire whip in one hand and a long fire sword in the other. I walk out of Smith. Point those point about to the other two. That's that's Timothy. I want that sword. We don't fuck with Timothy. I want that sword. Hi, Timothy. And facing him down. Now, Timothy stands about 25 feet tall. Timothy, can I borrow your sword? <laughs> Timothy's the the handle of the sword is bigger than you are. Probably weighs more too. The cross tree is. Yeah. yeah. Let alone the rest of the sword. It's the fine. Whip you can make me a smaller one. The whip, maybe though. Yeah. And facing down, Timothy, the the Baylor demon. Is okay, yeah. a, a a slightly shorter, but nonetheless ferociously roaring, steaming and internally burning giant suit of armor, absolutely hulking, and they square up for a fight. And that's what we're in our session. Oh, Pictures are in the journal. We completed our goodness trifecta. Right. I have a feeling I know what that suit of armor is. That's that's our our thing. That's our boy. That's so our how guy. I assume Yora can just command it to stand down. Yep. You got the amulet. Yeah, but somebody else not do the. Mike, what was demon. uh? Huh? What was Cal's other name? I was trying to call Magira? him by it. Magira. Yeah, Magira. Yeah, Magira the Dawn Titan. I was trying to call him like. <laughs> I swear to God, if we, if we don't see him transform at least once, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> Even if it's just for flavor, it doesn't have to mm-hmm. do anything. I just want to hear it pitch shift. His voice pitched down like three octaves. Oh. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Oh, He's still got to be that. Our name is the worst. I choose to believe Magira the Dawn Titan sounds like Cal. I'm the Tour of the Tower Titan! my way! Sammy! 
<laughs> Look upon the lattice. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, guys. Plug your pluggables. Oh boy. If you want to follow me on Instagram and not see my new character, because this one's still alive, follow me at Authorized Entry. That's where I'll be doing my thing. All right. Uh, you can find me at Brutal Critical Official on Instagram, Brutal underscore Critical on the wasteland that is Twitter, and uh, uh, TPKG on Patreon.com. Also, Richard, uh, Brutal Critical on Twitch. I can't wait to unlock the ability Brutal Critical. Brutal Critical? Brutal Critical. Brutal Critical. I'm going to play the theme song every single time that you pull the Brutal Critical out. I'm going to be fucking hyped for that shit. You can find me online at Unauthorized Entry. A Photoshop nightmare. Don't do what I do. And on Twitter at Gordon is the name. I'm still waiting. I know you have hate to send a bike. Send it to me first. I made you guys wait a whole week thinking that they were dead. When in reality, I've been waiting for a TPK this entire time so that I could reveal one of the sisters. Oh. You it, fucking bitch! It, it was rough you for us, and it was bastard. it was rough for us, and that yes, was thirty that consecutive was minutes. Really That's why I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, Stag's just gonna die. I'm just gonna kill Stag. <laughs> he's too tough. He's too goddamn die. tough. He's too goddamn tough. I gotta kill Stag. He's That's too why he's built him that way. He's built to survive. He's too tough. So I killed him. <laughs> He's killed not him out built of combat. To be the main character. He's built to live. Well, live through all the bullshit that the main character hello? causes. Yeah. Um. Oh, did we lose? Did we lose Savannah? There wow. she yeah. is. There she is. No, you didn't. Yeah. Internet has been. If we you have find all been me. having trouble. Oh my god! Today, just retroactively yeah. apologizing for any issues in the listening of this. I had it's issues. Sav had some issues. And it that had been multiple restarts and resets. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. know that we whatever we cobble together is out of pure love and is the best that we can do in our amateur capabilities. Uh, <laughs> we love you guys promise and with that you can find me at merrily sav on instagram that's at m-e-r-r-i-l-y-s-a-v on instagram and in honor of our amateur podcasting um efforts that have now culminated in 87 episodes um my additional plug for the week is to do something amateurishly because who knows it might be something that you really enjoy and then you spend almost two years playing a game with with some cool folks two Hell years yeah. my kickball two months <laughs> kickball <Again>? oh. <laughs> um <laughs> i'd like to draw a little bit of attention briefly to the fact that mike 86 two characters on episode 86 yes i did <laughs> just a little little tidbit 
<laughs> That's funny. I did do that. Um, <laughs> was it funny, Michael? Was it? It was great because I knew you guys weren't dead and you guys were like scrambling to make new characters in between. <laughs> and you know, I was like, all right, all right, we got to go. We got to go. We got a time crunch and it's not going to matter anyway. Yeah. I had everything but the equipment ready, even the spells. And now if Campbell dies for real, I just <laughs> have a backup plan. Because Sam stays prepared with new characters Sam. at all times. Yeah, because he's played at my table before. <laughs> I I have a folder of over 300 character sheets already done. Holy moly. And I just need to go it's through and level gracious. them up. Gracious. For, for a long time, whenever my ADHD took over, it's just like, screw it, I'm just going to make characters. If I never play them, they're NPCs. I'll show you. I'll make all the characters. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no one made characters here. <laughs> it was fun. Um, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to regret sending me angry emails and chat messages and, and shit because I didn't kill off your characters. Uh, I've just. I've already it. sent you two emails. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, one for each dead friend. A TPK, so that we could reveal the third of the uh, of the sisters. Listen, you know, we're called we TPK have a block games. party have and to... invite all the family. Yeah, there's got to be some drama every once in a while. Yeah, we could just have parties and invite the whole family, and we don't have to die to introduce characters. That's true. I have so many family members that could be nice. Right. Well, mm-hmm. not so much yours, family. But everyone else's family. Wow. Stag doesn't want to meet yours family. It's on record. Listen. <laughs> that is a red flag if I've ever heard one. <laughs> to be fair, he's already met some of your family and it didn't go well. No. <laughs> yeah, no. You, didn't. It's been family drama, so I understand. <laughs> it's been family drama since day one. <laughs> Guys, remember to take care of yourselves and as always, keep on rolling. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, I'll have a better voice. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>